Hello, my name is Brenda Rodriguez. I'm an intern for the Studs Turkle Radio Archive this year. As a part of this internship, I'm interviewing various environmental groups in Chicago, such as org act activist organizations, farmers, nonprofit organizations, and individuals who are interested in environmentalism and environmental issues both in Chicago and globally. I'm here today with Tom from Plant Chicago, and I'm so excited to speak with them today. And we will be talking about the organization as well as their roles and passions within the organization. So before we get into talking about Plant Chicago and that work, would you just like to briefly introduce yourself? Maybe just like mention your name, um, a few things and issues that you're passionate about related to your work, and maybe also like how you got involved with Plant Chicago. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me, Brenda. I really appreciate the invitation to come yeah. talk to you. I'm excited for the conversation we're gonna have. Um, so as you said, my name is Tom Knapp. Um, I work with EduPlant Chicago. I'm the education manager here and I facilitate all the educational programming. Um, before this, I actually worked at University of Loyola Chicago. I worked at the Aquaponics and Mushroom Cultivation Program Coordinator for the Urban Agriculture Program. So I was working there as I was pursuing my master's degree in environmental science and sustainability with a focus in sustainable um, business management. So my background is in environmental science, sustainability, kind of broadly speaking, but my interests really lie in ecology, mushroom cultivation, um, aquaponics, um, community development, and just generally kind of educating and teaching people about all things environmental. Um, and that's just really where my interests lay. I'm from Houston, Texas. Um, I love the scuba dive, I love the hike, I love the outdoors. And so this seemed like the perfect role for me to uh, educate people and talk to people about all things that I love. So it's just kind of seemed like a win-win. And so I joined the team about a month and a half ago. So I'm still relatively new, but happy to talk about the organization because I was actually a bit of an intern about two years ago in the middle of the pandemic. So looking forward to talking more and getting to the bottom of Plant Chicago. Cool, that's so exciting. Yeah, so like for all those who don't know what Plant Chicago is, can you like briefly explain what the organization is and kind of like the type of work that you guys do? Yeah, definitely. So Plant Chicago is a nonprofit organization that focuses on cultivating local circular economies within the back of the arts community. And so we do that in a bunch of different ways. Uh, we have education programs. We have a farmer's market that runs year round. A lot of wind outside. I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> uh, we have farmer's markets. We have uh, educational programming. We also have a small business network that we work with. So that's called the Circular Economy Leaders Network or CLN. And so we collaborate with small businesses and try to help them incorporate more circular economy practices into their businesses. We do workshops. We have, we host, um, we have individuals who will come who are from around the area. They'll host workshops from soap making to mushroom cultivation workshops, to cooking classes, to how to make uh, microgreens, all different kinds of classes and just try to, you know, get the community thinking about circular economy, working in environments, being aware of um, how they can make an impact in that space. Cool. Yeah. And like from browsing on the website and kind of like you briefly talked about it right now, I noticed that like Plant Chicago does like emphasize the importance of a circular economy. Could you kind of explain like why that's important and like why we should practice circular economy more often? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. So Plant Chicago's mission is to help look, um, cultivate local circular economies. So the natural question is, what is a circular economy? So as opposed to a linear economy, which we have right now in, um, in the U.S., where we actually produce, we, we extract resources from something, 
make it into a product, buy it at the store, buy it wherever, and then we throw it away after we're done using it. The circular economy is kind of a systemic change to that system that we've been using throughout our entire existence in the U.S. It's more of a rethinking of how to produce those products, but also how to maybe reuse them. So we like to say repurpose, redesign, and reuse. So we try to think about, okay, how can we change this current system of how waste moves through our society? How can we actually maybe, instead of calling it waste or using it as waste or just throwing things away, how can we repurpose those things and potentially extend their life, life cycle? And then on that, on the same route there, you would reduce waste going to landfills. We would be um, more cognizant of how we're you know, treating the environment and it would kind of help us hopefully make people think more about like societal changes and just generally being like more cognizant of what you do in your daily life and how much waste you're creating and kind of just changing the, the mindset of people to, you know, live their daily lives but don't think about how much waste they're producing um, daily. And so we try to incorporate those practices and those ideas back in the back of the yards, but also in the general Chicago land area. So that's our main focus there. Cool. Yeah, and I also feel like the location of the organization being in back of the yards like kind of sets it apart from like a lot of organization organizations in Chicago since so many like green groups and organizations are on the north side and like there is kind of, like a lack of accessibility on the south side when it comes to like environmentalism and education. Personally, like what is the importance of having more accessibility and environmental opportunities in neighborhoods like back of the yards? Yeah, that's a great question. Facility, educating, you know, people who are just walking past thinking, what is this space? What is this giant green building that's in the middle of my neighborhood? What are they doing in there? Yeah. And so I think it's super important to have that accessibility and that ease of access to what the space that we have, because we do have a relatively large space. And we also do have an indoor victory garden in our facility that we actually rent out space to local um, cultivators of food so they can actually rent out the space use the space to, you know, do whatever they need to do. If they want to grow vegetables or fruits or any kind of herbs, microgreens, be whatever they want to do, they can actually use that space rather than having to do it in their own home. And it'll kind of give them that freedom to kind of come over here and use our space. And so, yeah, I think it's, it's huge to have, um, you know, be in the local community and be able to affect people locally and just being right around the corner from businesses and homes. I think that's a big, um, big plus on our end. So we can actually um, feel like we're in the local community and be a part of the community. Yeah, that's really exciting. Is there like a specific like memory or reco recollection that you have where like you connected to the community through Plant Chicago? Like whether that's like a, like a specific program that you led or like a workshop that you did. Um, mm -hmm. Is there like one that stands out above the rest? That's a good question. Mm -hmm. So actually a couple of weeks ago, I was doing my first visiting workshop. So well, we call them closed loop labs. We usually do them for K through 12 students. And so that was my first actually visiting workshop where I was a closed loop lab that I was actually in the, the classroom with students. And uh, I was doing the class with second graders. And so that was my youngest group I'd had up to that point. So that was really exciting. And I was teaching them about native pollinators and bees. And so I had brought over a microscope that had uh, some slides for bees in them. And the kids were looking at the bees on a microscopic level and talking to them about, about bees, they're getting super, super excited and they never looked at, you know, bee stinger on a, like a really small scale before. So they were getting super excited and they were like, wow, the bee's so hairy and it's so beautiful. Hmm. So they're getting super excited. Um, so just interacting with kids you know, on that personal level, especially since COVID has kind of put us all apart and not, had it, not allowed us to kind of be engaged in, you know, um, direct contact with other humans. 
for the past two years, I think having that engagement with young people, especially and teaching them and showing them these, these new concepts and ideas, especially at a young age, I think is super important. And that I did that three times over and every time the kids were super ecstatic and super excited to learn. And they're always asking super good questions and super engaged. And so that was really powerful for me to show me that um, there's lots of interest in these programs and lots of interest in education in general. And I could really see the hunger in all of their eyes for like, give me more information about bees and pollinators. And it was super fun to talk to them and they were super interested and it was, it was a great memory. And I'm excited to continue doing something like that in the future. Yeah, for sure. And kind of like talking about the future, like, do you have any, what kind of work do you hope like Plant Chicago gets to accomplish this year? Like, do you have any like new programs or opportunities that you hope to be involved in or like make happen? Like, whether it's this year, like in the next couple of years? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so uh, we hope to, you know, of course, be more involved with the community. So we moved to this location about two years ago, at like, like right before the pandemic hit. So it kind of was a tough move because all of our programming moved to virtual during the transition of moving to a whole new building. So it was kind of a crazy whirlwind of like, okay, you need to get to a new space, get comfortable, get everything unpacked, but then also provide programs. So it was a little, a little hairy there for a little bit, but you know, now that we're kind of more settled in and feeling more comfortable in the space and feeling like, you know, now since the pandemic is slowly starting to um, move to the wayside, hopefully, um, we feel like we have more opportunity now to connect with the community and just host more workshops, um, have our farmers market in the summer, which I'm really excited yeah. about. And then also on my end, as far as education programming, we're excited to start doing mycology and mushroom programs um, for adults and for K through 12. So we're excited to start developing out those programs and just teaching people how to grow mushrooms and cultivate mushrooms, because that is my favorite thing to talk about. So I can talk about that all day long. So we're looking forward to just, you know, reaching out more people, getting more involved with other organizations locally as well, and just collaborating with them and making, you know, connections that are important because, you know, you can't really talk about the community without collaborating with other organizations or other businesses and just kind of bolstering up the community as a whole because, you know, there's no, there's no iron team. So it's, it's all about kind of bringing up the whole community as a whole and just collaborating and working together with other people. So, yeah, we're excited for the yeah. summer. It's going to be awesome. I'm also really excited to see what you guys continue doing. So yeah, thank you for taking the time to speak with me. Is there anything else you want to add before I conclude the interview, whether that's like any shout outs or any, maybe like letting people know like where to find Plant Chicago? Yeah, I mean, plantchicago.com um, or .org, excuse me, .org, we're a nonprofit. Um, find us there if anyone wants to reach out to me and talk to me about uh, education programming around the Chicago area. Uh, just reach out to me at Tom at Planet Chicago. And uh, shout out to all my coworkers. Um, they're amazing people and Planet Chicago wouldn't be what it is without them. So Jonathan, Elise, Kathleen, Eric, Finley, um, you all know who you are. So shouts out to y'all. Um, they're, they're awesome. And three, it's been a lot of fun working with them for the past month and a half and looking forward to a lot more months. And yeah, hopefully if anyone wants to talk about mushrooms, feel free to email me as well. I'm always available. And uh, all our information is on our website. So if anyone wants to look at more info on our website and reach out to me, please feel more than welcome to do so. Cool. Thank you. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. I really appreciate it. Take care, Brenda. Keep in yeah. touch. Yes. Thank you. Take care, okay? Take care. Bye. Thank you to Chicago Public Library's U Media Center and the Studs Turkle Radio Archive for managing this podcast internship program. Thank you to Valerie, Anna, Allison, and Jaime for supporting and helping me along the way. 
Thank you to Tom Knapp for his valuable work to the community and for letting me interview him. And lastly, thank you all for taking the time to listen to my project. I really appreciate it.